Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie, and I'm here at the Southern Hemp Expo in uh, Franklin, Tennessee. And I'm having a little conversation here with uh, Nate. He's with Dixon County Equipment. And uh, how you doing, Nate? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Fantastic. Thank you. I want to talk to you a little bit about your equipment for harvesting, and uh, you're a dealer for New Holland. That, that is correct. So how did you get into uh, the equipment business? Well, I've, I've always been involved in agriculture. I, I, went, to, I went to school for agriculture. Uh, I was in FFA in high school. I grew up on a farm, um, and I just, I just kind of fell into the equipment business um, and, and never looked back. I absolutely love it. Tell us a little bit about New Holland and the equipment that you represent for them. Uh, well, New Holland is, is obviously one of your larger agriculture companies. Uh, in the area that we're in, we are primarily a hay market and tobacco. And then here recently, uh, a lot of our guys have turned to hemp. Uh, it's 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 honestly exploded and taken everybody by surprise. Uh, a lot of our tobacco farmers have, have gone from tobacco to hemp this past year. Uh, most of them got cut 20% by the tobacco companies, so they had to find something else to grow. Okay. Uh, and, and it's been a pretty easy transition for them into uh, CBD hemp. Okay. All right. Now, what about uh, industrial hemp for food, fiber, and uh, building materials? Are you getting into that, uh, you think? So far, we've had people, we've had people asking about it. We, with the New Holland people I've been speaking to and some other people around the country, uh, we're thinking it's going to be another couple years before it really takes off. But if I had to be honest with you, I, I really think that's, I think that's where it's all going to go. Uh, and, and I think that's, um, I think it's going to be much bigger than this, this CBD uh, craze that we're seeing right now. Yeah. And, and I think the CBD is important. I think it helps people. But I think the industrial side is, is going to be a game changer. Yeah. With, with all the products from the biodegradable plastic to the concrete, uh, the hemp wood, rope, T-shirts, yeah. uh, baling twine, it, it's really endless uh, where this can go, I, I, I think it's going to be bigger than cotton. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. And so, do you have any uh, specialized equipment with Holland that people can use? Well, New Holland and every other big ad company, such as Case and John Deere, they're experimenting with it, but nobody has quite put their name on it yet saying we have hemp equipment. Uh, New Holland's very interested in it, and, and so is Case. And, I'm sure you know this, but Case and New Holland are owned by the same company. To be honest with you, from from what I've gotten from the guys at New Holland, I've got a stack of information of what does not work. Ah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the big guys are trying to figure it out, and we're going to figure it out. 
Um, It's amazing to me that Europe and Canada has been doing this for so long. And there's such a big question on how to harvest this stuff here in America. I I feel like some of these companies are trying to reinvent the wheel. It's just... um, there's not a lot of information out there that, that I'm getting from New Holland. And, and I know they're trying to get it, but I haven't gotten a lot of information. But there are companies like Great Plains, okay. and, and we're a dealer for Great Plains. Um, you know, they have experimented with a uh, hemp seed disc for their planters. Okay. And they've been using that in Colorado the past couple of years. So right. if there's a dealership that is going to be ready for when this industrial hemp really uh, really hits agriculture, it, it's going to be us. Okay. We're trying to be a little bit more aggressive than anybody else. Okay. So you're you're located in, in Tennessee, correct? Yes, sir. We, we are west of Nashville. We've, okay. I'm out of Dixon. We've got a store in Clarksville. And we've got a store in Columbia. Okay. And I, I believe that the industrial hemp is going to be huge in our area, Tennessee and Kentucky. We've already got a hemp wood facility in Murray, Kentucky, mm-hmm. okay. and there's there's rumors of a plastic facility opening up in East Tennessee. So you know, I, I I'm excited about what what the future holds for this industrial crop. So where do you see next year? This year is mainly CBD, but next year I think a lot of farmers are thinking the other direction. I think you're absolutely right about that. Um, in fact, I've been in touch with several farmers uh, here the past couple months, and I've met several farmers today um, here in my area of Tennessee that are thinking about getting into CBD, but their heart is really in the industrial side. And they're being proactive on going out and finding processors that will buy their industrial crop if they decide to go that direction. Uh, so I, I think you're right. I think here in the next... I think here in the next year, two years, people are really going to start focusing on that. Mm-hmm. How many acres do you see a farmer needs to plant to kind of, you know, make some money? It doesn't have to be a thousand acres, but how many acres uh, would you say that a farmer needs to have to at least to plant, you know, the, the seeds and let it grow and, and harvest? You know, that that is an excellent question um, that I do not I don't have the answer for it. Mm-hmm. And, and it, we're going to have to wait and see. And, and hopefully what doesn't happen is these large corporate companies come in with thousands and thousands of acres and, and, and just drown out the guy that has 50 acres, you know, yeah. 100 acres. Uh, but I don't have an answer for that question. We're going to have to see We're going to have to see what the market does and how many people get yeah. into it. So would you say that, that, you know, a farmer needs to have at least 50 or 100 acres to for this industrial side? Personally, I would think so. Yeah. That's absolutely my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, you might have a, a, a few pockets here and there that are su- successful with a on a smaller scale. Um, but I believe the industrial side is going to be very close to, like, growing corn. Uh-huh. You know, a guy's not going to be very successful if he's growing 20 acres of it. Right. Uh, and, and even 50 acres now in today's world. But then again, that, that also comes back to some of these large corporate farms that make it harder for your smaller person to exist. Right, right. So I, it's going gonna, it's gonna to depend on where the market takes us. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, it's going to be interesting, the regulations that they put on the industrial side 
because it scares the CBD guy. Exactly. Uh, with the cross pollination, and and I think it's going to be very similar to the crisis they had with dicamba. Uh, a farmer spraying dicamba a mile down the road, and then it 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 drifts over somebody else's crop and wipes out their entire crop, and they you know they lost everything. So it's it, it's going to be interesting, and a lot of those rules and regulations are. Or at least for the CBD are going to come in effect, you know, at, at the end of this year. Uh, so I, I think we're just going to have to start growing the industrial to, to see where it ends up going. Okay. So um, as a, an equipment provider for the hemp industry, how do you see you guys uh, fitting in there? Well, as far as the industrial side, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think. Uh, I think a lot of our guys in our territory, in our area of Tennessee, and then, like I said, we have a store in Clarksville, so we butt right, right up to Kentucky. Uh, I, I think a lot of our guys are going to fall into it. Um, I think some of our hay farmers are, are going to jump into this. Um, and, and, you know, there's different experiments out there as far as how we're going to harvest it. Are, are we going to use combines? Are we going to use uh, sickle mowers? And bail it like hay, and and there's there's different experiments going on right now. Um, in around the Murray, Kentucky area last year, uh, some guys tried bailing it with a traditional baler, and apparently the resin in in the stalks of the hemp plant uh, hardened and turned the bale into concrete. <laughs> yeah, and, and so the story goes, it took two of them with chainsaws an entire day to cut open that bale. <laughs> so I think we're learning. Yeah, I can see uh, you know even retrofitting some of their their uh, equipment now uh, that they already have. Well, it, it's kind of like it's kind of like the guys that have taken combine heads and and you know they've got a they've got a head that that you know. Uh, it's basically a double head system. You know, they've got one on top and one on bottom. Yeah. Uh, I think Hemflax is the most famous design. Okay. I think that's the one. I, I believe they're out of the Netherlands, um, but I think that's the one that just about everybody has seen. But like I said, you know, as as far as what I've gotten from Case, New Holland, and, and some of these other guys, I've gotten a bunch of, here's what doesn't work. You know, those, those fibers tend to, to get into the gears and the bearings and, and you know, start to overheat the equipment. I've heard of several different heads on combines being burnt up after a couple acres. Okay. But on the flip side of that, I've, I've, I've got a buddy in Oregon um, that's a cloud stealer, and he's been selling choppers with corn heads and been very successful. Like I said, I don't think we've got it nailed down to where it should be, and, and I don't quite understand why that is considering other parts of the world have been doing this. Yeah, yeah. Well, here again, we haven't been growing it, so the, the manufacturers are saying, well, are we going to test it anyhow? <laughs> and, and like I said, it, it, no big-name ag manufacturer is really putting their name on the industrial side yet because they haven't quite figured out yeah. where they fall into this new business. So where do you see your company next year doing this? You know, I I see uh, I see my company being very successful uh, with our CBD guys. We've taken on a lot of equipment. Uh, we've taken on a lot of equipment for them, and we, we want every one of our farmers to be successful. 
I see us continuing to learn about the industrial side. And when our area is ready, when our farmers have a processor and have a buyer, and it's there's not so much guessing work, when our area is ready, I, I see us being ahead of the game. Any last words you would like to say to our audience? Well, you know, I, I got to say, um, I, I, I'm impressed. I'm impressed that we've been able to uh, legalize him. Um, you know, I, I think in any direction, I think the CBD and I think the industrial side is, is going to help change the planet. I, I think it's going to change agriculture. I, I'm very proud of us as Americans for taking this step and uh, pursuing after this. And it's, it's, it's been an amazing year for us and, and for our growers. And, you know, I think this... I think this whole thing opens the door up for, for us to be able to do so much more as a country. But, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is, is, is I'm proud of where we are going in agriculture and as, as a country uh, with this hemp crop. Oh, great. Nate, I'd like to thank you very much for being a guest on the iHemp Thank Revolution. you, sir. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today and make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.